Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome into this Friday edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home, proudly serving our area since 1880. Spencer Pui, Nick Rosalini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us for this Friday here in the eastern panhandle of West Virginia. Uh, lots to talk about today. NFL Super Wild Card Weekend coming up tonight. At uh, 12.30, we'll have on A.D. Elliott, head coach for the Muscleman girls basketball team. They got a huge win last night. Comeback victory over Martinsburg for their second victory of the season. We had that call last night on TV10 and WRNR-TV on YouTube. Uh, and then tonight, uh, we'll have more Eastern Panhandle Athletic Conference basketball. Boys basketball, the same teams as last night. But uh, boys basketball side tonight, we'll look at the rest of the EPAC schedule. Uh, We'll look at some scores from the EPAC girls basketball last night and the schedule uh, for boys basketball and some girls this weekend as well. We'll also uh, preview the NFL Super Wild Card weekend, talk a little Mountaineers, uh, I guess talk a little Washington football team, a little name stuff keeps coming out here and there. Uh, I have a topic that I haven't really told the guys about, but I kind of want to see – their reaction to said topic later in the show uh but we'll get things started today we'll talk uh we'll talk a little bit about the game last night and about the other games that we uh that were in the eastern panhandle athletic conference uh first we'll talk about the game that we had last night uh colin had the pleasure of calling that i was with him on the call and uh uh spring or excuse me muscleman able to come back and get the victory 42 to 32 after being down 16 to 15 at halftime colin yeah, this team seems like is uh, just a very second-half-oriented squad. They just come out with a whole new energy to them for the final 16 minutes of regulation, the both times that we have uh, went and saw them, and both times they won. It was the win against Hampshire, now the win against the uh, Bulldogs. So congratulations to Musselman, and I hope to continue to see them. They have talent, and they still have a chance of making uh the state tournament because we also saw last night maybe washington isn't as uh we'll get to that in a minute as some people might think yeah definitely and uh you know it's always good to get some girls basketball action on tv 10 uh for people to tune into on a thursday night uh not no boys basketball in the epac going on last night uh but you know as colin just mentioned uh washington Suffers their first loss, girls basketball-wise, last night, losing to Jefferson in uh, that game, 69-52. to So that kind of changes things. And we talked about Washington, uh, you know, you talked about on the pregame show yesterday, Washington girls not being in that AP poll uh, where you'd think they would be. But maybe this is a reason why. Yeah, I mean, you had looked at their record 7-0 and before yesterday. And you're kind of just scratching your head a little bit as to why they didn't even receive any votes for the top ten. Actually, no, they did. They got six votes, but they were just outside of the top ten. You're like, okay, why is that the case as there's no EPAC teams at all? Yeah. And is is it just because of a strength of schedule thing? I don't really know how the AP 
votes go in this uh, state when it comes to high school games. I don't know who votes on it or whatnot, if it's coaches. Nobody, I don't think you guys know as well. Yeah, I do not Be know. whoever, I guess, is a member of the Associated yeah. Press in the state. Yeah. Probably how how do they learn things to choose a top ten at a basketball when you can barely get scores? That that's a question of the hour. Is you know a challenge? I guess yeah. <laughs> I'm not a voter, obviously. Yeah. Well, especially because Washington girls, uh, the they don't publish on their website their scores. They only have their schedule. So. That's true. Yeah, and it's tough enough to find West Virginia high school or any high school basketball score scores for that matter. So or to know if they're accurate or not as we've already seen yeah uh you know sometimes stuff comes in from anybody so it is very difficult but if you can find those scores and can i guess evaluate those teams you know if you haven't seen a team play how do you vote on them right so it's like so is it a little bit it's not to the epac I, I just i mean it doesn't really matter and it really because it's just a poll yeah. So it doesn't affect anything in terms of playoffs. So while we may look at it as a way to decipher who is some of the top teams in the state, like it, it, Washington is 7 and 0. I don't really care who you play. If you're 7 and 0, you're a pretty good team. I mean, you won 7 straight games. So I, I while it may be disrespectful toward Washington, I don't think they really care about that poll, but I think heading into that game last night, we knew, based on how the teams have played in the EPAC so far, Jefferson and Washington were the two top teams. So I, while it is an upset, it wasn't as big of an upset as we might have thought of it because Jefferson did have four wins. They're a five and three team. They're not a bad team. And they're also the one that made it to states last year. Right. And, and Jefferson, you know, they have good programs in most of their sports. So it's not too surprising that they upset Washington. I think Washington, though, as in a very improved team from last year, obviously, and, and a team that will continue to get better. Maybe we make some adjustments in the schedule, try to get a little bit more of their games on, because I don't think we expected them to be as good as they have been. So, uh, you know, they're definitely a talented team. I think definitely Jefferson has a good team as well. Yeah, I would tend to agree uh, on that as well. Let's talk about one other score that I got last night. Uh, Spring Mills girls basketball gets another victory, I believe, third now on the season. Uh, blows out Hedgesville 65-31, had three double-digit scorers. Uh, Kyla Dandridge with 18 points, Corin Edsel with 16 points, Olivia Bolduck with 14 points. And we saw them the first game of the uh, Seahawk Classic in Hilton Head Island. Uh, and they were kind of a, a building team. And, you know, they finally got their first victory down there on the first day. And, uh, you know, it's good to see them continuing to get better as the season goes on, Nick. I think, too, when you're looking at the EPAC right now, it, on the girls' side of things, it's really a three-team race. Uh, you know, Musselman and Martinsburg haven't been as good as they have been in the past. Um, I feel like Musselman's heading in the right direction. Martinsburg now is pretty banged up uh, injury-wise. Injury so... This is a uh, Spring Mills team that has improved. Um, we saw them down at Hilton Head. Uh, they have a very young team. Um, their point guard, I think, has the potential to be one of the better players in the state in the next coming years. Uh, she definitely impressed me when we saw them in that one game. And, and they will be a team that as the year goes on, I think we'll see continue to get better and rack up some wins 
in the EPAC because really Hedgesville struggled this year, Musselman struggled this year, Martinsburg struggled this year. So you look at Spring Mills as a team that could definitely rack up some wins here and potentially by the end of the year be in competition with the Jeffersons and the uh, Washingtons. Well, they're definitely putting wins together. So I'm assuming it's just they were very competitive. They they were very competitive. And, you know, we had that first game where they got that W 59 to 24. And then just the timing of the games, we weren't able to broadcast the other two games. Uh, But they lost the second game of that tournament to Cumberland County, 45-43, Cumberland County out of Tennessee. And then the final game, I believe the third place game. So they finished fourth in that Seahawk Classic tournament. Uh, they lost to Bishop Kenny 53-47 in overtime, and they just really couldn't get it going in overtime. I believe it was 45-45 heading into overtime. Uh, but this is their second game since that tournament. And now they've, they're winners of two straight. They got a 49-39 or 42-39 victory over Allegheny on the 11th of January. And then last night, a 65-31 victory over Hedgesville. So three and six on the season uh, next week. Uh, two games next week, Tuesday, Thursday, at Jefferson, at Martinsburg. Uh, and then the next week, two games, well, three games as, as well, that final week of January, uh, final full week of January, home against Washington at Musselman. The, 20, the 24th is home against Washington, 27th at uh, Musselman. And then the end of January, they wrap up on Saturday, the 29th, uh, against Petersburg at home. And then that final Musselman game on the 31st before they – uh, finish February out with I believe uh, six game or yeah six games before sectional play starts. So they have a long road, but putting back to back wins together uh, is something that you can build upon, especially going into a team like Jefferson, who's riding high after the victory over Washington. Yeah, you're really about midway through the season right now, and Spring Mills in the section that they have with Martinsburg and Hedgesville looks like the favorites to come out of it on this girl side which means you'd get home court advantage for the regional championship when the state tournament is on the line so that might help them out as well do they have the talent to see if it would either be washington or jefferson it seems like whoever they'd have to play out of the other section you never know but any given team can win on any given night we've seen that throughout here in the EPAC. Yeah, and that Washington, or excuse me, Jefferson girls team, five and three on the season. Uh, they were supposed to be at Greenbrier East tomorrow. That game canceled. Uh, and uh, they'll have a, a few coming up, uh, I believe. So next week, the, uh, the 18th, 24th, 26th, 31st is how they wrap up their month of January. Spring Mills, Musselman, James Wood out of Virginia, and then Hedgesville. Uh, and then it looks like they've got uh, two, four, six, They've got seven games in the month of February before sectionals uh, starts, which I believe is the 22nd of February for girls. Quick trivia question. Why do you think the Greenbrier East game's postponed? Go. Jim Justice can't Jim be Justice there. Jim Justice can't be there. They don't have a coach. Head coach of the girls' basketball team. Yeah. Neither of you How many points hand, do so I get you don't get any one. points. No points? No. You didn't raise your hand. Cheating? Yeah. Well, we didn't establish the rules, Colin. Yeah, we didn't. I never do. <laughs> That's true, you don't. Uh, let's get into the- There are no rules. Since Except there are no one. rules, then how do I not get points? Because it's not in the rules. Your rules are suspect. <laughs> there are no rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about boys' basketball action coming up in tonight. Some way I'd find a way to win that conversation. 
confuse the opponent. Uh, let's talk about EPAC boys basketball action tonight. The game will have Martinsburg at Musselman. That's a 7.30-ish tip. 7 p.m.-ish Johnny's Express tip-off show that will be on the radio and on TV and YouTube as well. Other action around the EPAC, Hedgesville versus Spring Mills, Jefferson versus Washington. I do believe Washington girls are at the East Fairmont Classic. I don't have a schedule for that, but according to the Washington website, the Washington Athletics website. They are at the East Fairmont Classic this weekend. Uh, it's tomorrow. It's tonight and tomorrow. Uh, so I would assume they're playing East Fairmont and a different team, but I, I have yet to see a schedule for that. Uh, but should be a, a good one, a good weekend. Not necessarily weekend, but tonight should be some good matchups. And then this weekend. Uh, Hedgesville at Shenandoah Valley Academy. Girls and boys tomorrow night. Washington girls again at East Fairmont Classic. And then Martinsburg girls are at Buchanan Upshur tomorrow. And then on uh, on Monday, scheduled for Monday, not too certain that it happens, uh, Musselman versus Broadfording Academy. And boys-wise and girls, Hedgesville at Hampshire. Uh, so if that game were to happen, if those games were to happen, I'm not too sure the way the weather's looking. Uh, but for Broadfording Academy, they'd have to uh, face two EPAC schools back-to-back nights. Which, Do we want to talk about tonight's game? or? Yeah, we'll talk about tonight's game. Right now? or Yeah, let's talk about it right now. All right. Uh, tonight, you know, <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> had to adjust my thoughts there. Uh, tonight, you know, we got, we got a good one. Um, I think for Martinsburg, it's – building off of what you did against Washington. But obviously, this Musselman team has a lot more experience. Uh, they're a lot more talented, I think, right now than Washington is. So, you know, can you play a pretty clean basketball game against a really good team or at least a much better team in Musselman? And I think Musselman, too, they just got to shoot the ball better. You know, they haven't shot the ball well, it seems like, all season, but they've kind of gotten away with it. They didn't weren't able to pull off that win the other night. So, um you know, this this is a game where uh, I think for both these teams, it's still, you know, a chance to prove yourself. I think Martinsburg going up against Musselman. Musselman has a pretty good press. Uh, and if they get steals and they get in transition, they can be tough, especially Trent Wolf running the point guard. Yeah, uh, He's good in transition. Jordan Holmes is really good in transition. At half court, though, they've struggled. So if you can keep Musselman in the half court, I think that will be a good chance for Martinsburg to get this win. But either way, I think we're going to get a pretty good basketball game, and uh, it should be a fun one. Yeah, this one's always a competitive matchup. I'm pretty sure last time these two teams faced off in the regional last year, it went into overtime, and Martinsburg was the one that came out on top. And I kind of am starting to look at this section. I know that Hedgesville and Spring Mills might not want it to be the case, but this could be another regional final matchup. Martinsburg has the talent. We've said it all season. And we saw against Washington, they finally put it together for a full 32-minute effort. If they continue that trend, this team's going to be dangerous. And we see on the other side in the Jefferson County slash Musselman section, right now it's the Cougars. I'd probably give the two spot right now to Musselman. So they'd have to face the winner of the uh, section out of the three Berkeley County schools. And that one's wide open. Yeah, I I still think even with the Jefferson County slash Musselman, um, you know, Musselman could compete with Jefferson and knock them off. I mean, they did that the other night. 
and they just didn't shoot the ball well. So if they can figure out their offense, especially in the half court, they're a dangerous team. But right now they haven't been able to figure that out. So I would agree with you. I think Berkeley County is very wide open. Uh, Hedgesville is a pretty good team. Martinsburg's got a good team. Spring Mills has a good young team. Washington just isn't quite there yet, but they're in Jefferson County anyway. Um, so it is very wide open on both sides, I'd still say, because I think you got to consider that they held Jefferson to only 49 points to Musselman, and their defense is tough. Yeah, their defense is definitely tough, and that does it for this first segment of the Sports Mix. Brought to you in part by Parsons Ford, Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. When we come back, we'll hear the Mountaineer Report from the Mountaineer Sports Network and do a little, get a little bit into the Mountaineers game that's tomorrow you can tune into on Talk Radio WRNR. That's next on the Sports Mix. Four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Conveniently located right off 81 at 214 Mid-Atlantic Parkway, Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including happy hour 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. with $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Monday night is trivia night, Thursday night is wing night, and Wednesday and Sunday night is steak night. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. WBU Medicine is pleased to introduce five new providers who've joined our medical staffs at Berkeley Medical Center, Jefferson Medical Center, and University Healthcare Physicians. Dr. Leslie Golden, Orthopedics. Dr. Alexander Bitzer, Orthopedics. Dr. Courtney McQuillan, Obstetrics and Gynecology. Nurse Practitioner Carolyn Gable, Nephrology. And Darwin Castillo, Emergency Medicine. WBU Medicine, growing to meet the needs of our community. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR TV10 and streaming live on the TV10 Facebook page. Spencer, we Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us here. As uh, we get ready for Mountaineers tomorrow on Saturday, Colin, your parents actually traveling to Kansas for that game. Yeah, Christmas present for my mom since she went to uh, Kansas for law school. So she's a big 
Jayhawk fan, and during her time there, she actually never got to go see a game. Well, that's pretty interesting because of how tough it is to get tickets. Yeah. There I guess at the it's Fall Gallon Field House. She met, big she went to Midnight Madness, but never got to see a game. So my dad got her tickets. Kind of jealous. I've been inside the Fog, but not for a game. It was actually after they won a uh, Big Twelve championship. We just went and visited the campus. Hmm was looking through the doors and uh it was locked so we couldn't go in but right as we were there an assistant coach was walking out and he took time out of his day to tour us around the entire court inside the locker room and showed us the entire fall gallon field house so that's pretty cool that's pretty, pretty cool. cool yeah thing to do but uh go mountaineers back then i think it was still self well yeah no, i mean oh, i don't remember assistant? the assistant coach no. unfortunately but it was a uh, fun time, good memory, but now go Mountaineers. Go Mountaineers? <laughs> All right. <speaking laughs> All of, that doesn't matter. Speaking of go Mountaineers, here's the Mountaineer Report for the Mountaineer Sports Network. Tony Caridi here with the report. We are about to find out if tomorrow is the day. It's the Mountaineer basketball team playing inside Allen Fieldhouse against the Kansas Jayhawks, and this Mountaineer team will try to become the first ever to win inside Allen Fieldhouse. That's right. So far since joining the Big 12, nine tries, nine defeats. It has though been a very dramatic and an interesting series. West Virginia has had multiple close calls inside Allen Fieldhouse. And as far as the games played in Morgantown, well... West Virginia has had more success against Kansas than any other Big 12 school. Consider that WVU is 6-3 and three in games played at the Coliseum. In fact, West Virginia, after losing at Kansas last season in late December, 79-65, came back on February the 6th a year ago and pounded the Jayhawks, winning by a final score of 91-79. Well, what's it going to take for that to happen? A WVU win tomorrow? WVU must find a way to slow down that Kansas backcourt. They've got two players that right now are considered to be NBA pros in the next year. Ochai Abaji currently leads the Big 12 in scoring, 21-point-per-game average, and he has hit 47 three-pointers in their first 15 games. And he's joined by Christian Brown in the backcourt. Brown averages 16 points. Now, he's a guard. He's also leading the team in rebounds. He is second in assists and he is second in steals a complete player pregame coverage tomorrow begins at one the tip at two wvu and ku that's today's mountaineer report brought to us by kroger the official grocer of wvu athletics i'm tony caridi on the mountaineer sports network from learfield that's tony caridi from the mountaineer sports network with the mountaineer report uh Thanks to uh, them for sending us the Mountaineer Report every day of the week. And tune in to West Virginia men's basketball tomorrow. 1 p.m. pregame show, 2 p.m. tip-off right here on Talk Radio WRNR. Now it's time for the next break of the segment, sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store. Not just an appliance store any longer. Cabinets and Designer Bedding, Outdoor Living, it's family-owned and operated and located at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com for more. We come back, we'll be joined by head coach of the Musselman Girls basketball team, A.D. Elliott, after they got their second win of the season last night. And you could, you heard that right here, or tuned into it on WRNR-TV and on TV10. That's next on the Sports Mix. feels the way I do about you now. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. 
We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. Home helpers of the Eastern Panhandle making life easier for you, your family, and especially your loved ones that need their care. They are locally owned and searching for smiling faces to hire so that your loved one can stay in their home where they are the happiest. Call 304-433-8000 or visit homehelpershomecare.com slash panhandle. Or you can visit them at 3192 Winchester Avenue right here in Martinsburg. Each office is independently owned and operated. Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai? Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu. Call us at 304-350-0646 and learn more today. It's the excitement of EPAC basketball on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Fowler, four seconds. Blackwood's corner, three, good! Taken away by Gladney. He'll run the court. He'll lay that one up and in. Got you covered all season long with over 50 games of high school boys and girls hoops. Crossover four, and it's hot. Bennett back in the face of all. Right here on your EPAC sports leader, WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back into the sports mix here, Colin and, and Nick. Uh, Colin, just talk a little bit more about that game. We had a little phone issue, so I'm going to call Coach Elliott back right now. Well, uh, we already mentioned it was the second win for the Appleman last night, and it was a uh, another comeback win, Nick. It was 16-15 at the half. Kind of surprised at that score line. Martinsburg, though, really was relying on the three-pointer there in that first uh, half, but whenever it came time in that second half, Musselman hunkered down, relied heavily on the uh, press, and was able to win. Yeah, it was definitely a, a good win for – it was definitely a good win for Musselman last night over Martinsburg. Uh, you know, a very winnable game against the team – against the team in uh, Martinsburg that hadn't won a game yet. So, a good win for the Appleman last night. We now have Coach A.D. Elliott on the phone. Sorry about that, Coach Elliott, but uh, welcome to the program. Do we have them? I think the phone system's not working. That could be an issue. Because I'm patching it through. All right, we're having technical issues here live on the air. Let me go try and do this again. Continue talking about it, guys. Um. Well, you know, anything else you want to talk about, Colin? Because I didn't – I wasn't I don't at the know. Game, I mean, so. it really just came down to the press. It was something that – They've been working on throughout the year for the Appleman, and it just seemed like Martinsburg couldn't figure it out. But at the same time, you got to remember, for those of you that didn't tune in, Martinsburg was without 
two of its usual starters last night in Cadence Bradley, the six foot five sophomore, and Anaya Gideon as well, who I believe is a junior on this team. So if they were in the game, it brings to question could the outcome have been a little bit different? Obviously, you can't speculate like that. You got to play with the cards that you're dealt, but. Martinsburg might have been able to shock Musselman, and we'll have to wait and see if the Bulldogs are healthy next time around. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, anytime you don't have star caliber players, or at least some of your rotation together, uh, it can play a big impact. So it definitely helps out um, for Musselman, but also I think Musselman just got better as the game went on. And I think now we are joined by head coach of the Musselman Lady Appleman, head coach ADL. Are you there, coach? Yes, sir. There hey, we go. We fixed the, the problem. There, there you go. go. Third yes, time's the, prob- the charm. Uh, you guys came back and got the win last night. Obviously, the beginning of the game wasn't how you wanted it to go, but uh, able to come back, make a huge second half comeback, and get a 10-point victory. Yeah, uh, we came out a little sluggish on the offensive side, but defensively we made a couple adjustments at halftime. We thought we could dial up the pressure a little more than what we had in the first half uh, running – one of our 2-2-1 presses and changing up the scheme. And then we also made some changes on the defensive half-court setting uh, to kind of keep the ball out of their good shooters and put it into a place and force other girls to make a play. And uh, the pressure seemed to work, and they kept turning it over, and we kept capitalizing. Coach, while your team only picked up uh, its second win of the season, one thing I've noticed in, in both of our broadcasts of the games is you guys – seem to just never stop fighting. Uh, what is it about this team that you think, uh, I guess, allows them to do that? Uh, every game we get a little bit closer in camaraderie, it seems. We work through some struggles on and off the court. We work through struggles in practice and struggles in games. And I think with each passing day, the team becomes closer as a single unit. And then that helps them get down to the nitty-gritty, even – all the games, even the losses in this season, they will play to the final horn. They never give up. They're still trying to work through their offensive sets. They're also trying to work through their defensive sets. Even in some of them larger margins uh, for the other team's victories, we continue to try to execute and work through our offensive sets and our defensive schemes. And I think that's really starting to, to show up here as we get towards the second half of the season. Coach, somebody that uh, really stood out last night was uh, Puller. Just talk about her game last night to help uh, lead your team to victory. Uh, big play by Sierra Puller. Uh, she's been coming along. Uh, she's a sophomore this season, and each passing game we get her more and more minutes. She's worked her way into the starting lineup the past couple of games. Um, she's really starting to come into her own. She's getting confidence shooting the ball. She's getting confidence under pressure. And her defensive movement, like she can move her feet, she can change speed, she can, you know, track you down from behind. So her defensive presence um, and knowing how to work through the ball and being confident on the offensive side has really helped this team step up their game. And she's starting to to turn into a leader, a natural leader for this team as well. So what is it when you went into halftime that you told your team that came out in the second half and changed things around the totally different ball game in the second half? So we started out in our 2-2-1 press and we told them let's give up you know the first eighth of the floor and really try to get them into situations where we can trap and let them relax a little bit and when we came in went in the the second half we're like hey we're going to take the entire floor back so now we're going to speed up their gameplay 
We're going to force them to play under pressure. We noticed Martinsburg had been making a lot of mistakes, and we were making a lot of the right positioning and executing on our traps and playing with our feet and not getting cheap fouls. So we said we're going to step up the pressure, change up our press a little bit, um, and like I said, keep the ball out of the shooters who had the hot hands for Martinsburg, knowing they're going to make shots anyways, but if we can limit their touches for some of the other girls to put the ball in the basket and see if they can try to beat us. Coach, while Martinsburg uh, is winless on the season, still a rivalry-type game and uh, your first win in the EPAC this year. So what do you think a win like this could maybe do for your team moving forward? Uh, it's a step in the right direction. Uh, start building off of this. Look at the stuff that we did well defensively. The girls are starting to see that you can win a ball game and control the ball game on the defensive side, and that gives you a good opportunity uh, to come out ahead. I keep pushing that mentality and keep pushing that process. Coach Treeks, he coaches a good squad over there at Martinsburg. Um, he usually has a really good team, and he's working through a lot of the processes as well. So they're going to keep getting better, as, getting better too as the season progresses. And I think this EPAC, as we get down the stretch, especially into early February, is going to be tough for all the opponents. Right now, basically at the uh, midpoint of the season, is this where you expected your team to uh, be at when it well, at the beginning of the year? We all expect to be undefeated, right? Um, no, we, we expected to be competitive in, in every matchup. The first couple games, we weren't executing very well or very efficiently. So we weren't where we wanted to be in the first couple of games. But the progress we're seeing now in the last four to five games are finally getting to where we can execute on the offensive side. We can play smart defense and speed up the tempo of the game. Um, a little behind the curve for where we anticipated, but now we're starting to catch up quick, and this victory definitely springs us in that right direction. And then on, uh, I believe, next Tuesday, you got a tough one at home against Washington. Washington fell last night for the first time this season, but uh, started out 6-0. and uh, We've been checking on Washington. We've been to a couple of the games. I've been scouting them. Uh, we're going to put together a game plan that our personnel can excel at, and that will make it difficult for Washington um, we got some key plays and some, some key defenses we want to put on them and see if they can't beat us. But ultimately, they're coming to our house, and they're going to play our style of basketball, which I think is going to give us a great opportunity to win. All right, thanks, Coach, for coming on. And we'll see you, I, th- I believe, at least two more times on the schedule that our broadcast-wise. We'll have your next Martinsburg-Muscleman game on the 3rd of February, and then it looks like we're broadcasting you guys at Washington on February 7th. So uh, look forward to talking you, to you here in the new f- near future, and thanks for coming on. Awesome. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a wonderful day and a wonderful weekend. You too as well, and good luck against Washington next week. Uh, you too. What's up, that was head coach for the Muslim. I heard him Yablin. say at the end, "What's up, Isaiah?" I wonder if that was a. Uh, I don't know who our was, Isaiah. Yeah, that was head coach Ad Elliott for the Muslim girls basketball team, and thanks for him for sticking with it after a couple technical issues. Uh, clicked the wrong phone line. I think I should know that by now. Calling myself out here, but uh, we'll have at least two more of their games. It's a good leader, you own up to your mistakes. There you go. We'll have at least two more of the Muslim girls games. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, the the return game from last night, the other part of the home for Martinsburg against Wa- uh, Musselman on February 3rd. And then on February 7th, we added the uh, Washington home game versus Musselman girls. So at least two more times we'll see head coach ADL as a squad.
And if we continue to be their good luck charm, it might be two more wins for the Lady Appleman. Well, I guess so. I don't know. I don't count that. That's not our doing. They're just a good team. I don't think we did anything, Colin. You Colin is right. magical. Yeah, that's yeah, that's ready? true, but... I didn't have you on camera, see. So I, I have no clue what you did. <laughs> uh, it's too late now. But that does it for this segment. You ruined it. This, that does it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you if you don't like it. They'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. We come back. Uh, we'll talk a little uh, event coming up for the Washington football team as they get ready to transition to a new name. And we'll preview Super Wild Card Weekend. That's next as we close it out on the Sports Mix. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Floodwaters can spread E. coli bacteria. Here's Bill Kearns from the Berkeley County Health Department about what to do if your well is tested positive. If it's just a one-time contamination, you can superchlorinate your well, which we have instructions at the health department they could call and talk to us. You're providing uh, an excessive amount of bleach down the well. Then you do a runoff to get that out of the system to get the bleach through your lines, get any contamination out there. You do a runoff of so long, and then you can have it tested again. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court in Martinsburg. Call 304-263-5131. Holly's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports, or to hang out with friends. Holly's has a great beer and cocktail menu, along with a food menu that will blow you away. Holly's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Holly's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix for your January 14, 2022, and the final of this week. Segment sponsored in part. What? Segment, Don't worry about segment it. sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg as uh, we get ready 
for uh, NFL Super Wild Card Weekend, a team that we uh, air their games, unfortunately not in it, but they've made more news. We kind of touched on it yesterday. Colin kind of brought it up. But I delved, dove, dived a little deeper. Uh, they got the right... Uh, if you say all three, one of them's right. Yeah. Uh, so yesterday we talked about Washington announcing You're the Park the party and Party Tailgate Experience, sponsored by Bud Light at FedEx Field on Friday night, February 4th, to celebrate the reveal of the team's name and brand identity. And this is kind of what I want to highlight. The next what I'm about to read from the Washington PR staff. This event will headline a series of fan-focused events and surprise moments throughout D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, the DMV, as part of the official team brand launch beginning on February 2nd. The name and brand reveal and accompanying events are rooted in a hometown experience with activations across the DMV area and will pay tribute to the, the franchise's storied history while also celebrating the start of a new era. Uh, the park and party event will run from 6 to 9 p.m. and feature fan activities, including alumni meet and greets, photo opportunities with the team's Lombardi trophies and the Washington Entertainment Team, which is the new cheerleaders, I'm presuming, as well as a chance to preview the team's new uniforms and helmets. The event will also include a showing of exclu- exclusive team content and an NFL Films feature on the Super Bowl XXVI Championship. Not good at Roman numerals or else I would have said that one. Uh, as well as tailgate games, giveaways, food trucks, and Mobile Fanatics team store, DJ, and a brand-themed fireworks show to end the evening. You said XXVI? Yeah. Is that this year? 56? No. I don't know. It's 26. <laughs> that is Super yeah, Bowl. I don't know. He just said 26. Yeah, Super Bowl 26. Probably the last Washington, Washington yes, won. beat the Bills 37-24 in 92. Uh, Mark Rippon, the the MVP for the Washington team. Uh, Joe Gibbs, the head coach. Uh, obviously, some uh, things in this. Button. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Thank you. Nobody heard that on TV, though. Uh, so we're talking about the Washington football team. Uh, they're having a park and party tailgate experience two days after they reveal the name in february the event will be six to nine at fedex field uh that'll you'll be able to see the team's uniforms and helmets and a look at the super bowl a nfl films feature from super bowl 26 uh it's a five dollar charitable donation uh not where we won't be going to the event because i believe we have a game that we'll be broadcasting that i wouldn't day. be going anyway if I'm um <laughs> the main portion out. that i, I want to highlight is that the event will headline a series of fan focused events and surprise moments throughout dc maryland and virginia the dmv as part of the team the official team brand launching beginning on february 2nd the name and brand reveal accompanying and accompanying events are rooted in a hometown experience with activations across the dmv area and will pay tribute to the franchise's storied history while also celebrating the start of a new era uh a friday night event because nobody's gonna go to fedex field nobody's gonna go to a party on a wednesday night that's my guess would you agree I, i'd agree it's sponsored by bud light though so they might have <laughs> <laughs> uh and then the kind of the main portion i want to discuss here is the fan focused events throughout the dmv uh they're kind of going to be on it now so they're just going to be like pop-up parties it's kind of interesting. I don't know if I like that. Yeah. Because well, who's just going to be able to just show up to a pop-up party? I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. Uh, but, again, countdown to commander, commanders is what we're going with, right? Have we all predicted commanders? 
Uh, out of the ones that I've lately heard, basically it's either commanders or admirals, and I like commanders more than. But admiral. all the leaks. That's also true. All the leaks, but I've got I've I'm got a still scenario not buying here. into that circular logo that says the people's team. I've got a scenario here. I don't know if Washington, as a you know, as an organization, as a a covert unit, is smart enough to do this. But what if they're just trying to throw everybody off? And it's going to be the Red Wolves. Yeah, but like That'd they're cool. they're throwing little things out because that logo that leaked actually aired on their program on NBC Sports Washington, not on any of the social media videos. Right. So, so I don't know. I don't know. What, what's your take on this, Nick? Do you think they're trying to throw people off, or do you think they're just they made a mistake and leaked out the 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 logo i don't know <laughs> that's uh, an okay answer i mean i don't know i don't work for the washington football team there you go i don't know i just want to get a topic going here but nobody uh seemed to have anything for I mean, it. like i've said before oh, i don't care what their team name is they still sanked so i uh, heard a winning, segment on 1067 the fan yesterday where fred smoot called in you know the great washington football team player not really great, great but uh he was <laughs> Late 2000s, yeah, early, okay. you know, know 2010, he yeah. He likes to talk. He likes to, uh, you know, he's from, I believe, Mississippi. He's got, you know, he likes to talk. He likes to say things. He said, and I quote, uh, they could be the Washington uh, cockroaches or something along those lines. And if they're winning, they're winning 12 games a season, I'll go. I'll buy their stuff. <laughs> eh, it's that's what matters for any yeah. team is winning. Yeah. Uh, but before we. Professionally. Uh, yeah. Before we end today's show, let's uh, let's talk some NFL Super Wild Card Weekend and the playoffs. We'll make some predictions here. Uh, nobody cares about Washington right now because they're not in the playoffs. So, start with Game One Saturday, four thirty. You can hear that here on Talk Radio WRNR right at four thirty, right before kickoff. We'll switch over to the Westwood One coverage from the Mountaineer game. Uh, first game on the docket this weekend pits the Raiders against the Bengals in the AFC wildcard playoff. Cincinnati favored by five and a half. The overrunners 48 and a half. Who you guys got? I can't pick the Bengals. Give me the Raiders. The silver I can and black. pick the Bengals, and I will. <laughs> Cincinnati. I've got the Bengals as well. Uh, then the nightcap on that, 815 uh you can hear that here as well. Continuing coverage from Westwood One. The Patriots versus the Bills in uh, sub-freezing temperatures in Buffalo. Buffalo favored by four and a half. The over-under is 44. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I picked Buffalo to win. Both of these be in the games. Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So that's what I said before the season. But now that we've seen the season, I just changed my pick. Because I know Josh Allen doesn't play well in the cold. So give me the Patriots. I think they're going to run the ball well against the Bills. And that's what we saw them do the last time. It and was cold and windy. I'll, I'll go with the Patriots. I that's don't know why. I, I, I don't really think I like that one. But eh, give me Buffalo. I don't know. Give me Buffalo. <laughs> Which one are you doing? Give me the Bills. I picked them in the okay. preseason. I'm sticking with them. Well, I'm going with New England in this one. I like Mac Jones. I've always liked Mac Jones. Maybe they'll have to run the ball more, but that's how they were successful the last time in Buffalo. I trust Bill Belichick in the playoffs. I got the Patriots in this one over Buffalo. I've got the Patriots as well. And you just, until we see Belichick lose a game in the playoffs, I'm still thinking Belichick can win in the playoffs, even without Tom Brady. 
this year will be the determining factor. If they can win the playoffs, then I think that Bill Belichick is a great coach. He's right. a great coach. Yes, but, but. Uh, you know, like a very good coach. He had Tom Brady all those years. Uh, but now over to Sunday, 1 p.m., you can hear that here coverage starting at 1230 from Westwood 1. The Eagles at the Bucks in the NFC wildcard playoffs. Tampa Bay favored by 8.5, a 45.5 over under. Uh, who you guys got? Tampa Bay, easily. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Unless Philly gets Nick Foles. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. In that, I, don't I don't think that would help them at this point in Nick yeah. Foles' career. Uh, then the next game, 4-30, uh, the 49ers. What? Nothing. Colin was just making faces yeah. at me. The 49ers at the Cowboys. Somehow Dallas is favored by three in this contest, over under 51. Uh, 49ers all the way. Can't, can't root for the Cowboys. Can't root for the Cowboys. Go Niners. Well, the Cowboys are going to win. Give me Dak. All right. Then they're not playing that well. But I, think, I think they'll beat the 49ers. But they haven't beat a team with 10-plus wins. Yeah. I'm believing in Dallas. Yeah. I think, I'm sorry. I think their defense is good enough to slow down San Francisco's ground attack. I don't trust Jimmy G to be a real threat through the air. And I think It'll be an interesting Dallas game. finds a way. It should be a competitive Bet game. Bet the under. You think the under? I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that one. All right. Final game of Sunday night, uh, 8-15. We'll transition on the radio to that broadcast at right at 8-15 as the Steelers are at the Chiefs. We'll have that from the Steelers radio network. Kansas City favored by 12.5, the biggest line in this game. Obviously, KC uh, with the over-under being 46. I've got KC, obviously. I think the Steelers might cover because I think Big Ben's kind of messing around. But I still think they lose by like 10. So give me the Chiefs. I agree with that. I, I think they cover. It's the playoffs. The spread is absurd for a playoff game. I still have the Chiefs, but Ben's not going out without a fight. I said that yesterday. I'm saying that again today. All right. First ever Monday night wild card game. That is 8.15 p.m. ESPN ABC. But you can also hear that starting at 7.30 right here on Talk Radio WRNR from Westwood One. Cardinals at the Rams. Uh, Raiders favored by four. The over-under is 49 and a half. Um, I've got the Rams. I think what makes this game a tough one is, is the Cardinals don't have DeAndre Hopkins. But Matt Stafford has not been playing well as of late. I've said it before. I think he's always just been a quarterback that racks up numbers. So I don't believe in him. I'm going to go with the Cardinals. I'm going to go with the Rams as well. I feel like they just have the weapons to beat Arizona. It's a coin flip game. But I feel like the Rams at home are going to get the job done. It's going to be a very close one, though. But I think they're going to be able to get to next week against Tampa Bay. All right. Well, we have kind of run out of time. Uh, at so, least on my. Yeah. yeah. We've run out of time here to go do the whole playoffs. So, uh, I don't know. Who you guys got in the Super Bowl? I'm sticking with my preseason. Wait. I'll we say can Buffalo wait. Green You want to wait till Monday I and do this? I think we can wait to see if we were right or not before we go and just keep going week by week. All right. Let's do that week by week then. It's fine. All right. Well, we should probably say a Super Bowl prediction, just to say it right now. Yeah, just to okay, say that's it. That's fine. So I've I'll got say the, Buffalo Green Bay. Yeah, I've got uh, Green Bay wins. Kansas City, Green Bay, Green Bay wins. Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Kansas City wins. All right. Well, that does it for this week's editions of the Sports Mix. 
Uh, thanks to Coach A.D. Elliott of the Muscleman Girls basketball team for sticking with us after some technical difficulties and coming on talking about his team's second win last night. Uh, for Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzlini, I'm Spencer Dupuis saying so long. Tune in to some EPAC boys basketball action tonight. Martinsburg at Muscleman, a 7.30-ish tip, 7 p.m.-ish Johnny's Express tip-off show right here on Talk Radio WRNR and on TV10 streaming on WRNR TV on YouTube. And that does it for today's this week's edition of the show. We'll talk to you potentially on Monday, depending on the weather.